Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to list out for you 12 anxiety culprits. Yeah, not that there's only 12. <laughs> we all know better than that. But there are 12 things that come to mind that really are common anxiety culprits. And the more aware we are of these and how they are just niggling their way into our lives, the more we can protect ourselves from them and keep ourselves more in a calm and peaceful way. Many of these culprits are habits and we want to be clear knowing that we can change our habits just because we're currently doing something rote that we are just not having any awareness around. We can change that. And that's what I'm hoping today's episode will bring up for you that some of these things you might be doing in your own lives that are actually making your anxiety worse. Now, I want to start today's show with the quote, and here it is. This quote is from Tony Robbins, and he says, In essence, if we want to direct our lives, we must take control of our consistent actions. It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. And again, that was from Tony Robbins. So when I'm talking today about these culprits, many of these things you may be doing consistently, and they may not be something that's helpful to you at all. And it, like I said, it may have developed into a habit. And when we develop those habits, we stop thinking about them. Now, that's where habits are great because we have many habits that are good that we don't think about. We don't have to think about tying our shoes. We don't have to think about closing the door when we come in the house. These are habits. These are things we just do. We brush our teeth every night. We go to bed at a certain time every night. We eat foods that we have found are better for our health and we eat those in a habitual manner. That's all good. But habits can also be from things that are not good for us, but we're not paying any attention to them. We don't give them any energy or awareness. So hopefully today we'll be able to shed some light on some of these culprits that can make your anxiety worse. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? <laughs> 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So taking a look at these 12 common culprits, you know, many times the focus for healing our stress and anxiety can be on where it comes from, how we're going to deal with it in the moment, and why we fell down the wormhole in the first place. While that can be helpful, and we do want to spend some time there, we want to be sure to find the culprits in our life that are worsening our stress and anxiety on a daily basis. This might be a very good first step, because as we get rid of the culprits, we have opened up some peace and calm, and it might give us the energy and the focus and awareness to actually look at those other things that I just mentioned. We can easily overlook the small daily habits that are really anxiety culprits. And some of those are things like more commonly known using drugs, using alcohol. Those are biggies. And you want to pay attention to where you are at with that. And by that, I mean with drugs. I don't mean just recreational drugs. I mean, are your medications a part of why you are having anxiety? Many drugs have the side effect of anxiety. So that would be good for you to look into. Alcohol, we have talked about here on the show before. And you can find that in other episodes. I'm not going to get deep down that today, but it would be wise to totally eliminate the alcohol while you are healing and getting your feet back on the ground again. The next one that I have is smoking. So if you are smoking, smoking anything, that would be a culprit. That could be worsening your anxiety. And it would be a good all-around thing for you to let go of. The next one would be skipping meals. Many times I hear from people, well, you know, I did work with people struggling with disordered eating for a very long time. And so skipping meals is very common in that world, but it's also common in the anxiety sufferer. 
skipping meals may be sending you more stress and more stress signals to your brain than you need because hunger is a stress. So maybe you have learned to ignore your hunger signals and you don't feel the discomfort of them anymore. That doesn't mean that your body isn't still picking it up as a stress. So maybe you need to have more regular meals. Too much social media. This is kind of self-explanatory, but it's worth really looking at. I have to put things on social media and I have to check things on social media. And it's interesting if I do it on my computer, I'm just in and out. I just do it. But when I do it on my phone, I find myself scrolling. It's just too easy to just the little flick of the finger. And we're looking at all kinds of things that I really don't need to be focusing on. And so that could be irritating me. It could be making me feel upset. It could be that I'm just wasting time. But too much social media is something that could be a habit that could also be a culprit that's causing you to have more anxiety. Another one is irregular sleep. So one of the things we can do for ourselves, no matter whether you're sleeping well, or you're having difficulty sleeping, is to set up a good sleep routine. Good sleep hygiene just helps all the way around. So that means going to bed at the same time and waking up the same time every day, including the weekends. You know, I know something's going to come up where you stay up later and then you sleep later. Obviously, that happens in our lives, but I'm talking about on the regular. We want to see if we have good sleep hygiene and get ourselves into bed by 10 o'clock. It's really well documented that from 10 to midnight is extremely important that you be asleep. It has to do with your body's cycles and the cycles of the organs and how they are replenishing and recovering from the day. And it also sets you up to be able to be asleep and in the dark. So it's important. Then you are setting yourself up for being awakened in the light and being able to let your eyes see light early in the day. That sets up your melatonin for later in the evening, but you have to get that light in the morning. So let's try it. You may have already just fallen into this habit of just doing whatever, you know, using phones or tablets or whatever in the bedroom with that light. It's very confusing to the brain. So if your sleep is not on par and you want to do some little things for yourself, get yourself in bed by 10 o'clock. Get yourself out of bed the same time every morning. And that's going to depend on how much sleep each of you need. But that could really be giving you a head start and get you out of something that has been worsening your anxiety without you even knowing it. Another one is repression, and that is repressing our feelings or our anxiety or our life events that are coming up. Don't repress things. They don't go away. Just acknowledge it. You don't have to take a deep dive into solving everything that comes up to you. But if your anxiety 
is peaking, don't try to sweep it under the carpet. Acknowledge it and give yourself what you need versus trying to just run away from it or push it back down. Remember, repressing is like holding a beach ball under the water. It takes a lot of energy and effort. And all you got to do is wiggle the wrong way and it comes popping back up again. So acknowledge your beach ball of anxiety. See what you can do with it. Work with it. Don't ignore it or repress it. Another thing to pay attention to is reading online or in magazines or papers, reading a lot of negative news. We do have a choice what we pay attention to. We do have a choice of what we lay our eyes on. And we don't have to read negative news. Maybe you can find that just skimming headlines for the basics could be all you need. You don't always need to take a deep dive, but the anxious mind wants to. I know this. It wants to figure out, well, why? What was going on? I need to know more. I have to protect myself. No, if you need to know more, you will know. I have often said that here, even on this little island, if I need to evacuate, that alarm will go off. I am not going to spend a lot of time digging for everything. We will know what we need to know. Believe me, a loved one will let you know. Many people can read all the news all the time, and it doesn't ruffle their feathers. Let them let you know if there's something urgent in the news that you need to be aware of. You won't always need to do this, but as you're healing, you don't want to be overstimulating yourself with negative news. The next one is stress and conflict. We have to deal with these things in our lives. Stress and conflict are a part of daily life. But when we don't have the tools to deal with them, it just keeps floating on the surface. What we want to do is figure out when the stress and conflicts come up, what do I need to do? What are my next steps? We don't need to know everything, but one thing for conflict that I have always, always liked is Marshall Rosenberg's nonviolent communication skills. And you can find that online. You can just Google nonviolent communication and you will find an amazing website that can help you learn skills for dealing with conflict. And the more easily we can deal with conflict, the less stress we have because we have the tools to move forward and be able to take care of conflict. Now, any episode on things that can worsen your anxiety would not be complete without talking about caffeine. I'll just say it quickly here. If you are drinking any caffeinated beverage and you have anxiety or high stress, you are causing yourself harm. All caffeinated beverages need to go while you're in the healing process. That means coffee, tea, whether it's black, green, white, whether it is matcha, whether it is a Chinese special blend, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter if it's part of a ceremony or if it is your favorite thing in the world and you can't get out of bed without having it. If you are struggling with anxiety, I cannot stress enough how you need to let go of the caffeine. That could be the soda. It could be in the Red Bulls, the energy drinks. It could be in the chocolate that you're eating. You may not think you're sensitive to it because none of us want to put the caffeine down. I get it. It's actually an awesome drug when it is used here and there. But if you have anxiety, the best thing you can do is to eliminate all caffeine while you are healing. Let your feet get on the ground. Instead of every time you take a sip of a caffeinated drink, you are releasing more stress hormones, the exact thing that is causing you so much distress, the thing that sends you into panic, the thing that makes you feel like you're going crazy, the thing that makes you have intrusive thoughts. So don't sip on it. Just let it go for now. We live in a world now where you can get everything just about in a decaffeinated preparation. So enjoy that. It has such a small amount that it should not bother you unless you are drinking potfuls of decaffeinated coffee. And I know some people out there are drinking so much decaffeinated coffee because they're searching for the caffeine, but you really just want to let it go. It's not forever. I know it's hard, but I think you will be grateful that you did. Then the last few things I have for you is isolating yourself. I know I have talked about this in other shows where it is an anxiety behavior to isolate. We could just feel like it's just easier than dealing with the world because I get so fearful or so triggered either out in environments or with people. And so you find yourself isolating and you think that's making you feel better, but it actually makes your anxiety worse because you're not dealing with the issues. And then when you are forced to do something where you are cannot stay in isolation, you will find that you are way worse off than you were when you started isolating. Take care of things when they come up. Just like I mentioned earlier, don't repress the anxiety. The last few things I have is eating too much. And that comes up. People think they're relieving their stress and anxiety by eating, but it actually is another stress on the body to be overfull. And finally, saying yes to too many things. Yep, many of us are overextended. We're people pleasers. We want to make everybody okay around us. And we say yes to so many things that we don't know up from down by the end of the day. Learn how to say no. It will make you feel like a million bucks. It's worth the effort. And I know I have some other shows on that, but I wanted to mention it here because definitely saying yes to too many things can be making your anxiety worse. Remember, if you have a topic or a question for the show that you'd like me to address, you can send it by email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. In essence, if we want to direct our lives, we must take control of our consistent actions. 
It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. And that's from Tony Robbins. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.